This is Brian Hitano. Some of you are familiar with my blog. Well, now you're able to hear my blog in audio form. I have enlisted the help of two voiceover professionals to read my blogs so you can enjoy them through your headphones. New Year's Day, we have a tradition of visiting people's houses and eating lots of food. This was put on hold during 2020 because of the pandemic. We don't know if we're going to get together in 2021. You'll be able to hear about our tradition in this episode entitled Two Homes Minimum. I look forward to New Year's Day. I also look backward to New Year's Day's past. New Year's Day is circled on my calendar. It's been that way since I can remember. Even when I didn't have a calendar of my own to mark dates, I knew the significance of that day to my family. And to me. Generations later, the tradition continues. I hope it never ends. On New Year's Day, we toast to the upcoming year. Sometimes a couple of toasts. Or more. But it's not about drinking. It's so much more. As a youngster, my parents, brother and I made the rounds to my two grandparents, we called them Jaikin and Butchen, and friends of my parents. It was an all-day extravaganza of eating traditional Japanese food and hanging out. Days leading to New Year's, the adults prepared the feast. Aunties toiled in grandma's cozy kitchen rolling sushi and preparing traditional Japanese delicacies, many of which I only saw that one day and didn't even know their names. The men barbecued teriyaki chicken and beef. As kids, we had the luxury of just enjoying it all. That would change, of course, as we got older and took over the kitchen and grilling duties. My daughter continues the tradition today as she spends hours making spam musubi for two families' feasts. At my dad's parents' home in Oak Park in the 60s, we forged memories that we still fondly remember 50 years later. My cousins and I six boys exclamation mark had adventures in Oak Park that rival those in scenes stand by me and the sandlot. No dead bodies or ferocious dogs, but lots of great times. Well, there was that dog next door. Imagine a bunch of boys left on their own before the invention of video games. We were left to our imagination. We created a pirate ship out of Bachan's laundry deck, wrestled in the narrow hallway slash laundry room, played football in the street, and ventured unbeknownst to our parents, to the off-limits neighborhood market where the eldest cousin Ricky waved dollar bills proclaiming, money, money. Most memorably, we invented our own version of basketball. In Jenkins garage, we found an old lampshade. With our collective ingenuity, we determined his lampshade was better served as a basket for our games than its intended use. We propped a ladder against the garage and nailed the basket above the door. We found Jenkins' red rubber ball, slightly smaller than a basketball. We could grip it with one hand as we drove to the hoop like Dr. J. Our most memorable childhood activity was born. I'm in the lane, blood. Was the call heard most often, appropriate considering we were in Oak Park. The younger cousins would feed the ball inside to the older cousins as we jostled for position under the basket. Rarely did we call fouls. It was a mashup of roller derby, wrestling and basketball. We shot from long range even from the neighbor's driveway over the picket fence and crashed into the wooden garage door following a layup. 
Daryl did the best imitation of Lou Alsendor slash Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's skyhook. It was unstoppable. After reaching puberty, he grew mutton chops to complete the resemblance to Kareem, though he was still considerably shorter. The gang, from left, Kevin, Daryl, Brian, Rick, and Alan. The youngest and sixth male cousin, Gary, is not pictured. Nor is the baby cousin of the family, Gail, because this photo was taken at her parents' wedding. On our family's New Year's tour, we also visited my mom's parents in Florin, where we had our own traditions. To differentiate them, we called them our country Jaikin and Butchen, in Oak Park were our city Jaikin and Butchen. In the country, the action was more sedate. We had just as many cousins but we didn't have a band of brothers. Our country group changed year to year, comprised of whoever was there when we made our visit to the country in the morning. We had lots of places to explore, the Ofuro, bathhouse, with the cavernous above-ground stainless steel tub that we climbed in, and had trouble climbing out because it was so deep the old-fashioned washing machine with a roller ringer attached on top, like you see in old movies from the Dust Bowl era, a chicken coop where we sometimes found brown eggs in the nests, thinking that's what came from the brown chickens, the koi pond where we marveled at the immense size of the multi-hued fish, the tool shed with walls of mysterious tools only our jike and the farmer knew how to use, the green pickup truck bed that served as our fort, the small corral where I vaguely remember a donkey or small horse, or was that just my imagination? All day we ate wonderful food. We had to learn to pace ourselves knowing we'd have to eat at several places. We traveled to other people's houses in addition to the grandparents so self-discipline became necessary less we wanted to feel bloated all day. It didn't matter how much we tried, we always felt bloated after eating five meals. Every year, it's the same routine. Just the location has changed. Every year, we look forward to continuing doing as we had in the past. Tradition. As we got older, we got to play poker with and drink beer and crown royal with the adults. Later, when we got married and had children of our own, not much else changed, although now our kids are drinking alcohol too. We still visited multiple houses, although as my grandparents got older and later passed away, someone else had to carry on the tradition of hosting New Year's. City grandparents' location changed several times over the years and lately, it's been hosted by my brother's family in El Dorado Hills. Sadly, county grandparents' party ceased many years ago. That side of the family doesn't gather for New Year's. A semblance of that get-together in recent years has been Uncle Harry's annual visit from Colorado to visit his kids in California, when aunts, uncles, cousins and their families share a meal at a restaurant. I'm glad we try to stay in touch with each other using his visit as an excuse to gather. Nowadays, we still travel to two parties on New Year's Day, to my brother's, and since I've been married to Cindy, we go to her family's gathering in Lodi. That too has changed over the years. For the first 20 plus years of our marriage, Cindy's parents hosted the family. After her dad passed away 10 years ago, her mom carried on the tradition alone. For the last two years, my niece and her husband have opened their house for the family. As always, we hoist a drink or two at each home to welcome the new year. We celebrate the future while fondly remembering the past. Here's to the tradition continuing indefinitely. I look forward to New Year's Day. I also look backward to New Year's Day's past. New Year's Day is circled on my calendar. It's been that way since I can remember. Even when I didn't have a calendar of my own to mark dates, I knew the significance of that day to my family. And to me. Generations later, the tradition continues.
I hope it never ends. On New Year's Day, we toast to the upcoming year. Sometimes a couple of toasts. Or more. But it's not about drinking. It's so much more. As a youngster, my parents, brother and I made the rounds to my two grandparents, we called them Jaikin and Butchin, and friends of my parents. It was an all-day extravaganza of eating traditional Japanese food and hanging out. Days leading to New Year's, the adults prepared the feast. Andy's toiled in grandma's cozy kitchen rolling sushi and preparing traditional Japanese delicacies, many of which I only saw that one day and didn't even know their names. The men barbecued teriyaki chicken and beef. As kids, we had the luxury of just enjoying it all. That would change, of course, as we got older and took over the kitchen and grilling duties. My daughter continues the tradition today as she spends hours making spam musubi for two families' feasts. At my dad's parents' home in Oak Park in the 60s, we forged memories that we still fondly remember 50 years later. My cousins and I six boys exclamation mark had adventures in Oak Park that rival those in scene stand by me in the sandlot. No dead bodies or ferocious dogs, but lots of great times. Well, there was that dog next door. Imagine a bunch of boys left on their own before the invention of video games. We were left to our imagination. We created a pirate ship out of Bachan's laundry deck, wrestled in the narrow hallway-slash-laundry room, played football in the street, and ventured, unbeknownst to our parents, to the off-limits neighborhood market where the eldest cousin Ricky waved dollar bills proclaiming, money, money. Most memorably, we invented our own version of basketball. In Jaikin's garage, we found an old lampshade. With our collective ingenuity, we determined his lampshade was better served as a basket for our games than its intended use. We propped a ladder against the garage and nailed the basket above the door. We found Jaikin's red rubber ball, slightly smaller than a basketball. We could grip it with one hand as we drove to the hoop like Dr. J. Our most memorable childhood activity was born. I'm in the lane, blood. Was the call heard most often, appropriate considering we were in Oak Park. The younger cousins would feed the ball inside to the older cousins as we jostled for position under the basket. Rarely did we call fouls. It was a mashup of roller derby, wrestling and basketball. We shot from long range even from the neighbor's driveway over the picket fence and crashed into the wooden garage door following a layup. Daryl did the best imitation of Lou Alsendor slash Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's skyhook. It was unstoppable. After reaching puberty, he grew mutton chops to complete the resemblance to Kareem, though he was still considerably shorter. The gang, from left, Kevin, Daryl, Brian, Rick, and Alan. The youngest and sixth male cousin, Gary, is not pictured nor is the baby cousin of the family, Gail, because this photo was taken at her parents' wedding. On our family's New Year's tour, we also visited my mom's parents in Florin, where we had our own traditions. To differentiate them, we called them our country Jaikin and Butchin, in Oak Park where our city Jaikin and Butchin. In the country, the action was more sedate. We had just as many cousins but we didn't have a band of brothers. Our country group changed year to year, comprised of whoever was there when we made our visit to the country in the morning. We had lots of places to explore, the Ofuro, bathhouse, with the cavernous above-ground stainless steel tub that we climbed in and had trouble climbing out because it was so deep, the old-fashioned washing machine with a roller ringer attached on top, like you see in old movies from the Dust Bowl era, a chicken coop where we sometimes found brown eggs in the nests, thinking that's what came from the brown chickens, the koi pond where we marveled at the immense size of the multi-hued fish, the tool shed with walls of mysterious tools only our Jack and the farmer knew how to use, the green pickup truck bed that served as our fort, the small corral where I vaguely remember a donkey or small horse, or was that just my imagination? All day we ate wonderful food. 
We had to learn to pace ourselves knowing we'd have to eat at several places. We'd travel to other people's houses in addition to the grandparents so self-discipline became necessary lest we wanted to feel bloated all day. It didn't matter how much we tried, we always felt bloated after eating five meals. Every year, it's the same routine. Just the location has changed. Every year, we look forward to continuing doing as we had in the past. Tradition. As we got older, we got to play poker with and drink beer and crown royal with the adults. Later, when we got married and had children of our own, not much else changed, although now our kids are drinking alcohol too. We still visited multiple houses, although as my grandparents got older and later passed away, someone else had to carry on the tradition of hosting New Year's. City grandparents' location changed several times over the years and lately, it's been hosted by my brother's family in El Dorado Hills. Sadly, county grandparents' party ceased many years ago. That side of the family doesn't gather for New Year's. A semblance of that get-together in recent years has been Uncle Harry's annual visit from Colorado to visit his kids in California, when aunts, uncles, cousins and their families share a meal at a restaurant. I'm glad we try to stay in touch with each other using his visit as an excuse to gather. Nowadays, we still travel to two parties on New Year's Day, to my brothers, and since I've been married to Cindy, we go to her family's gathering in Lodi. That too has changed over the years. For the first 20 plus years of our marriage, Cindy's parents hosted the family. After her dad passed away 10 years ago, her mom carried on the tradition alone. For the last two years, my niece and her husband have opened their house for the family. As always, we hoist a drink or two at each home to welcome the new year. We celebrate the future while fondly remembering the past. Here's to the tradition continuing indefinitely. Music